Do you hear that? That's the sound of techno music. There's a gang of youth in the hotel room next to mine. They're having a party. I know because the walls are very thin and I've heard them literally yell the word party 18 times. This is not a very good hotel. I would, in fact, describe this as a murder hotel. For those of you who maybe don't travel as much as I do, allow me to clarify what I mean by a murder hotel is not simply that it's inexpensive and filthy. Don't get me wrong, it is inexpensive and filthy. The carpet crunches with each step and the remote control should be seized by the CDC. But none of that addresses the murder part. I want to be incredibly clear that what I mean by murder is murder. I believe, both intellectually and instinctively, that there is a long history of people being murdered in this very hotel room. I don't think I can say it more plainly than that. There's a large smear of red stuff across the bathroom wall. It could be blood. It could be ketchup. In a hotel like this, it could easily be both. I've never understood why that's an either-or equation. I imagine many people have been murdered while enjoying ketchup. It's a very popular condiment. Popularity is what has brought me to this murder hotel. I'm in Cincinnati. Earlier tonight, I attended an award show. I expected to be put up in a slightly nicer hotel, but this is the very first year of this particular award show, so perhaps they don't have the money. The show was the first annual Pithy Awards. I received my Pithy Award for Awesome Twitter Presence. Presence is spelled with a Z. And I do not believe that's a mistake. I believe someone chose to spell Presence with a Z. Why? Well, as the internet would say, because reasons. Probably brand identity. When people think of the Pithy Award, they want them to think these awards don't give one single fuck about spelling. The trophy itself is quite hefty. There is literal weight to it. It has been molded out of some form of metal and firmly secured to a wooden base. My name is carved, most likely with a laser, into the very wood of the base. James Urbaniak. Awesome Twitter presence. My name is spelled correctly. The actual statue on top is what appears to be an angry pony. I don't believe that means anything. I think the pithy awards probably have a pretty fast and loose relationship with the concept of symbolism. As I hold this weighty trophy in my hands, I'm struck by the thought that this award could easily be used to kill a man. Perhaps that's my fate. Perhaps I will be killed in the bathroom of this murder hotel, beaten to death in Cincinnati by a meaningless statue of an angry pony. And why? Why? Because some young internet executive wanted to give me a pithy award. I don't mean to complain. Awards are rare and always welcome, 
But this hotel does not feel like an award. It feels like a punishment. But that's not even what's bothering me. Do you want to know what's bothering me? I don't know if I deserve this shitty award. I don't know if my Twitter presence is really all that awesome. Oh, I'm clever. I'm witty. I can play hashtag games with the best of them. Listen to this. King Dong. Hashtag sexy monster movies. King Dong. Hashtag one letter off movies. King Dong. Hashtag name of a monkey with a large penis. And that's just off the top of my head. I can and will play hashtag games until I'm typing with such force and abandon that the flesh under my thumbnails begins to visibly bruise. If I'd won a pithy for clever older person on Twitter, I could get behind that. I'm clever. And I'm an older person. And as an older person, I find myself increasingly annoyed with matters of language. With internet speak. I don't like to use internet speak in my Twitter presence. LOL. LOLcats. WTF. WTF cats. I can't help but feel that when I use these abbreviations, I'm infantilizing the English language. I'm annoyed by it. Annoyed James is annoyed. See, I didn't want to say that. It just came out. Annoyed James is annoyed. I mean, what the hell does that mean? Repetitive phrases, repetitive. I'm outraged and confused by it, so I'm supposed to be saying, I mean, I don't even. That's the right thing to say, right? And that's what pisses me off. It's fine for subcultures to have shared aphorisms, but... The rigid, almost religious use of these internetisms just pisses me off. And I will express my feelings however I feel is appropriate, and if you don't like it, you can D-I-A-F. God. D-I-A-F. Die in a fire. What a horrible thing to say to another human being. I made fun of Downtown Abbey once, and three, three people tweeted back that I should die in a fire. Oh, let's break that down for a moment. This is what three, three human beings said to me. Because you poked fun at my favorite television program, I want your flesh to burn and bubble as you asphyxiate in a cloud of smoke, agony, and regret. Granted, that would not fit in a tweet. My question is, does it fit in our society? And I say no. I say go home, die in a fire, you're drunk. See, I know the memes. I know them all. The double rainbow. The Charlie bit my finger. The pedo bear. The AIDS dolphin. I don't know if the AIDS dolphin is a real meme or a meme someone made up to make fun of memes, but I know it. If someone showed me a picture in a quiz setting, I could score points for correctly identifying the AIDS dolphin. I admit there are some things I don't know. For example, I see people end their tweets with SMH. I'm not ashamed to admit I don't know what SMH is. I feel like I should know organically. I should have absorbed the knowledge through sociocultural osmosis. I could guess. Is it small, medium, hard? So much horseshit? I could look it up. Or I could just fake it. I could pretend to know. What is more youthful than pretending to know something you don't? I can fake being hip, right? No. No. I can't. 
When I was young, I vowed never to appear like I'm trying to appear hip. Because trying to appear hip makes me feel like a rapping grandmother. In the 1980s, when rap was new, the best way to sell a product of any kind was to make a commercial in which a grandmother was rapping. It's hilarious, right? Because why would an older person want to be part of the exciting, vibrant new culture of the youth? Do you hear me, young people? Older people trying to be hip is hilarious, isn't it, young people? Huh? Well, here's a hip phrase we used to say when I was young. Fuck you! It's an oldie but a goodie. I'm spinning the classics all up in this murder hotel. Suck my fat one. That's a quote from Stand By Me, 
Will this end up abbreviated? Will we drop the sad part of sad panda? Will the word panda simply come to be sad? My mother died. Hashtag panda. Is that where we're going? Are all emotions going to become random animals? That makes me a squirrel. I won't get started on emoticons. I simply won't. I can't even see emojis. I have a Nexus 1. All I see are rectangles. For all I know, emojis don't even exist. Emojis are just another lie created by the cabal of hipster Freemasons who insist on owning iPhones. Send. There. I posted my selfie. I made a selfie of me and my pithy and put it on the Twitters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen to that sentence. Ten years ago, no one would even know what the hell it meant. Will any of this make sense ten years from now? Okay. Okay. I need to stop this. I could die tonight. In this hotel room. I don't want my last action to be bitching about change. It's not healthy. All this negativity. Negative James is negative. I need to do something. Action. Action is the essence of youth. I should just do something crazy. <laughs> something that's really worth tweeting about. Something that'll get me lots of RTs and fave stars. I'm going to burn my pithy. Why not? <laughs> it's not like murder hotels refresh the batteries and their smoke detectors. Plus, if I melt the award down, no one can use it to beat me to death. This is a good plan. I'm placing my pithy in the bathtub. I'm now retrieving the Gideon's Bible from the nightstand. I'm tearing up some of the papers and building an impromptu pyre at the base of my pithy. This is going to be awesome. Going to get some great photos. Going to show the world what an awesome Twitter presence looks like. I'm pulling some matches out of my pocket. Complimentary matches I picked up at the front desk because apparently this place has not revised their stocking procedures since 1972. Here I go. Lighting a match. The match is lit. It is burning down. I haven't dropped it into the bathtub yet. It is burning ever closer to my flesh. The flame is jumping and dancing. Almost to the beat of the techno music next door. I should really stop narrating and make a decision. Ow! Ow! Ah, son of a goddamn. I burn myself ever so slightly and drop the match in a puddle of something over by the toilet. I'm now gathering up my courage. Lighting second match. Going to watch it burn just for a second. Fire really is beautiful, isn't it? It went out. All by itself. Probably a breeze from the gaping hole in the plaster of the wall behind the shower. Big hole. Looks like someone swung a hammer at a person in the shower. I don't want to die in this hotel room. I want to light a third match. Third one is the charm. I want to share these cool photos of my ballsy disrespect toward my pithy award. 
I want to share them with the world. It would make a big impact on my personal brand. But still, it's an award, right? You should take what you can get, right? Did I really come to Cincinnati just so I could burn an award in the bathtub of a murder hotel? I can't decide. I just can't decide. Indecisive James is indecisive. I know one thing for goddamn sure. I'm not going to sleep in that filthy murder bed. No. No sleep in the murder bed. This is going to be a very long night. Getting On with James Urbaniak, Episode 7, Death by Fire, was written by Joseph Scrimshaw and produced and performed by James Urbaniak.